Contending for the faith one verse at a time. This is Truth Matters Church. Connect with us today at truthmatterschurch.org. Thank you for downloading this week's devotional titled Grace to You. I'm Associate Pastor Jeremy. In Philippians 1, verses 1 to 2, we read, Paul and Timothy, bond servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. After affirming his place as a bond servant or a slave of Christ, which we learned is closely linked to the call of apostleship, our brother Paul begins the letter to the church in Philippi with a greeting to its readers and its hearers. He begins by addressing the saints in Christ Jesus who are of this local church body. In our study of Ephesians, we touched on how saint, or the Greek hagios, means holy one. Now, did you ever consider that as a Christian, you are a saint? This title is not reserved only for apostles, for martyrs, or great leaders in the faith. Instead, each believer who has put their full trust and hope for salvation in Christ alone is a saint. And Paul used it widely in the opening and closing of his letters. Let this encourage us that even when we stumble in our walk, we are still saints saved by grace. The word grace is used over 100 times in the New Testament. It is translated from the Greek charis, which means blessing, favor, credit, or even a gift. It is widely used throughout Scripture to communicate God's affection for believers and is often synonymous with the salvation that has been granted to us. God's grace is an unmerited and undeserved gift, and it is not something that we earn or purchase. It is offered from the Father through Christ to those who simply believe through faith. See Ephesians 2 verse 8. The Apostle Paul's signature opening phrase, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, is used in some fashion in every single one of his epistles. It's a beautiful and a joyous commencement, setting the stage for exhortation, blessing, and even correction in the text that follows. Paul understood the gift and blessing of grace, and it was his custom to remind believers of this marvelous gift and the favor from God that has been obtained through the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. But Paul's opening is not just a simple blessing. Through the Holy Spirit's inspiration, it contains remarkable truths. If you read it carefully, you'll notice that this opening statement includes support for the doctrine of the Trinity, or God in three persons. While the word Trinity does not appear in the Bible, Paul blessing readers with grace and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ separately identifies two persons of the divine Godhead. We can establish from many other scripture references that Christ subjects himself to the sovereign will of God the Father. See John 4, verse 34, Matthew 7, verse 21, Luke 22, verse 42, Philippians 2, verse 6 to 7, and so forth. Yet we are clearly called to follow and worship the Lord Jesus Christ. See Acts 2, verse 36, Ephesians 1, verse 22, and Philippians 2, verses 10 to 11. God the Father, Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all involved in our salvation, and they all deserve our full adoration and praise. See John 14, 26, 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 5, and Hebrews 3, verse 7. 
Next time, as we dive into verse 3, we'll begin to see the overarching themes of joy and thanksgiving that make the letter to the Philippians such an encouraging passage of Scripture. Thank you again for downloading this week's expository devotional from Truth Matters Church. We encourage you to contact us at truthmatterschurch.org. Have a blessed day.